Have you been thinking of launching your own podcast, but not sure where to start? Well, we were in your same position when we started. That's when we found Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout makes podcasting easy. With Buzzsprout, you can launch a professional podcast in no time. In fact, Buzzsprout has already helped over 100,000 people get their podcasts launched. With Buzzsprout, you'll get a great-looking website, audio players to drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, and tools to promote your episodes, and much, much more. Plus, Buzzsprout publishes new blog posts, YouTube videos, and podcast episodes on a weekly basis to help you become a better podcaster. So if you're ready to start your own podcast, just click the link in the show notes and receive a $20 Amazon gift card for signing up. This lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and it also supports our show. Buzzsprout, the easiest way to start your podcast. Thanks. There was a lot of times, like, dep- it, it, it had me, like I said, depression can be very tricky, and it can, could trick you to take your own life, but you got to be stronger than the depression. And, um, yeah, I, I it was plenty of times where I, I thought about it, even attempted, and um, God saved me. And that's how I knew, like, I had a higher gift because it wasn't my time to go. If it was my time to go, those things that I tried to attempt my suicide would have would have worked, you know. New York, D Town, LA, N O, Florida, Mississippi, K C M O what up everybody welcome to the kings can move on podcast hey we got your legendary host frank the tank aka big reno in the house and i got my other co-host jay wood why don't you introduce yourself What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the KCMO Podcast, also known as Keep Move On. And I haven't said this in a while this season, but if you're checking us out, go ahead and hit that subscribe button below, you know, and like and follow our stuff. We need all of you. Know, but, um, Absolutely. you know, we, we're, trying, we're trying to bring out some good stuff. So tag in, tap in. And all that. Um, as a matter of fact, you know, I wrote a blog just recently about life's challenges and dealing with you know, overcoming obstacles and all that kind of stuff. And it, it kind of transitions well into our guest tonight because, you know, he actually has written a book about dealing with life's challenges and overcoming some things in his past. And he's going to share a story with us tonight. So... Frank, if you would, bring our guest in. Absolutely, man. We got a special young brother here. He's looks like he's doing big things up there in uh, Michigan. You know, besides being a, being up there in the cold, uh, I have to give give it to him, give him his props. Uh, everybody say what's up to Mr. Robert Lawson, who um, has written a book that we're going to talk about today. What's up, Big Rob? How you doing? How you doing? I'm good, man. How about yourself, brother? Ain't complaining. Living okay. And you are you are up there in Michigan. What's what is it still cold up there, freezing your butt on? Yeah, it's raining right now as we speak. Mm-hmm. That's all right, man. Well, we'll talk about you a little bit. You you know, I looked at your book and everything, and uh you wrote a pretty pretty uh heartwarming or actually a, a gut a gut check book. 
by my grandmother, but I was just real close with my grandmother. Okay. Okay. So your mom's raised you? Yes, my mom had raised me. And and then I saw in your bio that you know your pops wasn't in your life. Yeah, he Is that right? Yeah, he was in and out, popping in and out. Like really okay. okay. Is he is he around now or or as you as an adult, did y'all ever make a connection? I tried, but for the sake of my kids, you know, I uh, wanted them to have a better connection. You know what I'm saying? Connection with them and okay. me anymore. So I tried to forget this thing, but then it just didn't work out. Yeah. And and forgive me if I'm asking, man, you know, if you don't mind me asking just off subject here, just which which pops. Um, do you have siblings that that you were aware of that you've talked to that you grew up with that that's by your pops? Yes. Okay. All right. And everything cool with y'all? Y'all still have y'all get togethers? Got a lot of love there, or? But iffy, but you know it's yeah. uh, iffy. Okay. Okay. Well, then, man, you, you know, on the childhood trauma that you face, can you just go into details of the incident that was tough for you to deal with and, and what helped you overcome it? Like, I, it was like a few incidents, like, especially like not having a father, father figure in life. So, like, I tried to fill that void with many, with many different, like, um, like growing up with, like, no father father in my life, it, it was hard because I tried to fill that void with many different things in life and it just didn't work out, so it made, it made things worse. It made me go through a difficult time along and, like, as a, as a young boy in, in your life, you want, you just want your father to be there, so like, you try to fill that void and, and when it don't work, it don't work and, like, I yeah. and, um, I overcame it because I had God. I had God on my side and everything. That's what's up. That's what's up. Was you? Are you deep in the church or, or what? Yeah, I, I do a lot of church. At the same time, uh, I really, I like. I haven't really found a home yet because it's a lot. It's a lot of pastors out there that you know that's that's living a double life as well. So some dirty ass pastors dog. I will <laughs> see and you may not cause some dirty ass pastors. I really don't like that type of I just I really just do like on my phone and listen to like Jake's and Sarah Jake's and a lot, a lot of a lot of them on my phone and stuff like that. So Robert, when you said that um without the father in your home or your life you had to try to find love in other other avenues. Could you expound on that and what you would do? Was it like drugs or was it alcohol? What was it that, that you tried to find love in? Like girls, sex, uh, try to get try to get love from girls and and thought they really liked me and they didn't really like me. It was using me and and so that kind of made the situation worse and and 
And I did your mom try to help you with the situation? Just like just just I know that a lot of a lot of mothers will they will try to compensate if their child doesn't have their father in the line. Did she yeah. try to help the situation at all? Yeah, she was a good mother. She did everything for me and my little brother and I and and you know, she was working jobs and providing for us and doing everything that a mother's supposed to do and pick up as a slack as a father role. So I thank her for that. But at the same time, as a as a young boy, you just want your father to be there and, and yeah. mother and the mother just can't feel that void no matter how good right. she is. Yeah, yeah. Any father figures? Like an uncle or yeah, but they, yeah, but they were like, not that poor. Yeah, they would yeah, but they was like my uncles and them, they were still trying to face their own traumas in life and, and figure out how to be man themselves as well. So it was, yeah. it was very complicated at the time. And Robert, if you don't mind me asking uh, how old are you right now, sir? I am twenty-six years old. Twenty-six. Mm. So now that you're an adult, um, have you tried to reconnect with your dad at all? On yeah, yeah. Like I said earlier, a couple of years ago, um, it was a couple of years ago. We had went out to eat and everything. And, um, I had one child at the time, and I let him meet, I let him meet my son and stuff like that. And um, he, it was like he was just like saying. Slick stuff, and I didn't really condone in it, and um, it led to an argument. And I just, everything happened for a reason. And I, I just when you get when you get to an old enough um, age in life, you realize enough is enough, and you're not going to keep going through the same things over and over again. So you just realize uh, it's, it's about me now. I'm not going to keep going. Through this. I got to live my life now. And, and do my children. You know, man, it's so it's so crazy because it's it's a story sounds very familiar to my cousins. My with my cousins, my father was their father figure. Uh, a lot of them, my father, because their father wasn't in their life. And I know that one of my cousins that I'm really close to now, he he has nothing but disdain for his father at, at 48 years old. You know, he's and it's a shame because. His father does good things individually. Um, he's out in, out in another part of the state, but he does good things individually, but he just was never a good father. And he's had multiple kids. So I'm sorry to hear that, man. Brother, I'm sorry that you had to go through that. Sorry your dad wasn't strong enough to, to realize you had, you had a young king that he had to raise, man. Real talk. Man, it's all right, man. You know, I just I just do what I got to do for my life and my kids at this point. Man. Yeah. Well, you dealt you dealt with depression. You said as a child, um, what age did you realize that you was depressed, and, and what were the signs that you can think of right now that could be a warning sign for that could have been a warning sign for your parents or something that you that they should have been looking out for? Yeah, it, it, it like depression can be tricky at times. And, uh, it was real tricky, like for that first. It's like started off just being sad for just one day. Then I realized, I realized, man, this, this ain't normal. After that one day, it started being every day, every day, you know, constant, constant movement. I just realized, like, man, this ain't me. It's changing who I am, changing what I do. Like, it, it made me feel like, 
Like I was like one of them scary movies, like where you change to your bed, you can't move. Yeah. Yeah. So, like that's that's how I knew it was real. Like because you know, I didn't want to, I didn't feel the same love and the things that I love to do. I just always felt alone, no matter how much love was around me. Did it affect you at school? Yes, it affected me in school um, because I started doing bad and started acting out in school and my grades started to cut and started cheating on tests and then we were at that at that point of time. Uh, what grade did you notice? It was like 10th, 10th, 11th grade. And when you so when you were going through depression and Robert, so what did you do to actually come out of that? Did you seek counseling or did somebody step in and help you out or how did that go? I had seek counseling and I did these um over the phone trauma groups and um video like Zoom like we on now. I did those type of um things and I met a lot of people in there that helped me realize that I'm not the only one that's going through this and it made me feel confident in my story and, and let me know that I'm not the only one and and if they can get through it, I can get through it as well. Did you did you point it out and figure it out that you were depressed, or did someone realize it and show you? I mean, and mention it to you. I, I pointed out once I realized that what I was doing, what I was doing, and how I was acting, and who I was pushing away, like that wasn't me. And um, I, I re- that I had realized that myself. Nobody came to me or, but nothing like that. I just realized, I realized, man, I need to get help or I need to do this and so I can get better for myself. So you did, you did get help, and you came through that. So, Robert, what would you say was the point in your life that they turned things around? When I had kids. Because I wasn't living for me anymore. I was living for them. I was a role of everyday living changed. I was trying to be a parent, a parent, mentor. It was it was just like them at this point. So I had to get get my life and, um, because I didn't want them looking up to nobody like I had to look up to. So I had to fix everything and get it together. That's what's up. And I hear, I hear. How old are they now, man? I have a one-year-old, one-year-old daughter, a three-year-old son, and a four-year-old son. Oh man, man! So you got your hands full. You do that now? Do they live with you full time? Yes, uh, me and my wife. Ah, you got married? Yes. Man, we do well, that's another conversation, dog. We can have another <laughs> conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so, man. What made y'all take the leap as far as getting married? Did you did you get married at a pretty young age? Well, you're fairly young right now. We got married last year, April seventh, and it like um, like I don't know. We just feel like that we we are one for each other. Um, like she always inspired me, always there for me, and, and uh, once you know that you got the one, why wait? You know. Yeah, yeah, and it's about to celebrate a year anniversary, man. Where are you gonna take it? My, my homeboy just went to Hawaii. He can give you some recommendations, man. 
don't know where I'm gonna take it yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, blessings to you and your family, man. Blessings. That is so, good though, man. You you actually are making a family that you didn't have, which which is yeah. important. You know, um with a wife and kids. That's 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 excellent, Robert. I commend you for that. I appreciate that. And like you said, you have children now, right? You have children. So with your children, are you real aware now or like maybe thinking ahead to like all the depression signs in, in like children since you went through it yourself? Yes. Um, like like even like even with my oldest son, my four year old, even though he don't really understand now, like I kind of tell him what I went through and everything and um like so he understand like but even though he really don't understand, I just try to instill in him and everything. And, and so he like know when he get older, like stuff like that. But yeah, I I I, I uh, look for the signs and everything because I don't want them. I like even I tell them like it's okay to try, it's okay to come to me and let me know what's going on. I'm gonna judge you for anything. Like even though he don't understand, he just be looking at me sometimes. But I just want them to know like I'm here always. And no matter how hard life gets, I'm here. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So let's 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 kind of transition to your book, because you wrote a book about your story. And first thing I want to say, a lot of people when they go through depression or personal issues, they want to keep it personal and private, right? Yes. So what made you want to tell your story and get that impression out there? Um, so so my grandma, she um my grandma inspired me to write this book. Um she had cancer and she passed a couple years ago. And before she passed before she passed, she told me that I had a higher gift and purpose in life. And um, always, I always like caring for the elderly. I, I, I did that type of work for years. And um, I knew, I always knew that I had a higher gift and higher purpose, but I didn't know like what steps can I take to get there? What, how can I reach that calling? How can I reach that purpose? So after she passed, um, I kept seeing the same signs, everything that I've been through on social media. And I just, I just took it as she wanted me to tell my story. And I wrote my book and with everything and uh, no hidden agendas, just straight truth. And um, I just wanted to inspire others. You know, if I can make it through this dark moment in my life, and um, I know I can too. How long did it take you to write it? It took me um, six months. Wow. Okay. That's good. So tell us about the book, the name and and kind of what it's about. Okay, the name is called Trial and Error, Life of Depression. And it's just basically about how I um, grew up fatherless and how I tried to fill that empty void with many different things and how it led to depression, suicidal uh, suicidal attempts, me being sexually abused, and many more things. Um, now, you, you have it on Amazon right now. Are you self-publishing it, or are you? Did you find a publisher? I uh, self-publishing. I'm working with a a group, a group, a publishing group with my um, book coach. Her name Janine Hernandez. Mm-hmm. She helped you get it out there too. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. Well, are there any other ways that somebody can get it besides Amazon? Uh, no, it's not on anything. 
anything. They can contact me like I have some on hand, but um, other than Amazon, not at the moment. Okay. And we were saying before we even got on the air, you were saying it just was published in February this year, right? Yeah, February 6th. Okay. And you also told me you're already work, working on another book, right? Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, working on another book with my wife, and it's called um, God Doesn't Make No Mistakes, No Kid Left Behind. And it's going to be about a, a young autistic child who's um, going through his troubles in life and, and being bullied, you know. Mm, so it's going to be a fiction or, just, or is it based off anybody in particular? No, it's just going to be a fiction book. Nice. Nice. The children's going to be a children's book. Okay. So you mentioned that your grandmother inspired you to write the book and kind of instilled in you that you had a higher purpose and calling. So outside of writing the books, Robert, what else are you looking to do with yourself? Uh, I'm looking to uh, just invest in myself and, and uh, take this full on. I want to be a speaker, motivational speaker, life coach, um, and, and coach young men and young women who've been through depression, who've been fatherless, who's been through a lot of circumstances in their life. And I just I want to help them uh, reach their full potential like I've reached mine. And um, I want them to know that the storm doesn't last forever. The sun got to come out. Hey. Bro, there's, there's still some grown-ups that still need your help, too. Some grown men like, like uh, me and the old man right there. So, you know, keep doing the good work, man. Keep, keep doing a good job. Yeah, that's great. You're just 26, so, you know. You got a lot of life ahead of you prayerfully. You can touch a lot of lives. But I want to ask you, with the depression that you went through, did you ever reach a point where you thought of taking your own life? Yes, I talk about that in the book. Um, there was a lot of times, like, dep- it, it, it had me, like I said, depression can be very tricky, and it can, could trick you to take your own life, but you got to be stronger than the depression. And... Um, yeah, I, I it was plenty of times where I, I thought about it, even attempted, and um God saved me. And that's how I knew like I had a higher gift because it wasn't my time to go. If it was my time to go, those things that I tried to attempt my suicide would have would have worked, you know. But it wasn't my time. And and my prayer and and begging God for forgiveness and um and everything, it, it really works. So I, I appreciate that from God. And I talk about God a lot in the book because I want people to get closer to God because, you know, God is real. You know, whether a lot of people don't believe in him or, you know, so I believe in him. And I just want people to know that he saved my life and he can save theirs too and many others. It sounds like he has a plan for you too, Robert. And there's nothing like a testimony, you know. You're going to be able to touch some people's lives with your testimony because that's the most powerful thing you can do is tell your story. So I really applaud you for doing that. And uh, can't have a test without a testimony. Sir. Can't have a testimony without a test. That's yeah, sure. I, I seen that on social media the other day. That's, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we appreciate you coming on and sharing your story. Um, and right now, for anybody maybe listening that will, will listen to this, they may be struggling and going through some things. What would you want to say to them right now? If you, you said you had a platform to say something to them. 
If I had a chance to say somebody that was going through depression or struggling right now, I'd say um, one bad day or one bad chapter, you still can create a beautiful story. So just because you're having a bad day or a bad a bad life, it's not it's not the end of the world. You know, it's always tomorrow. It's always next week. But don't end your life because of a bad day. Don't end your life because of a bad chapter. Just turn the page, keep watching the storm, keep writing your story, and and don't let those negative thoughts trick you into doing something that you really don't want to do. And uh, just just be the author of your story. And uh, our story matters. Just keep going. And uh, the rain doesn't last forever. The rain is just helping us grow. Just like the rain made the grass greener, the rain is doing the same thing to us. So just keep going. I like that. I like that. If y'all have to listen to him, go check out this young man's book, Trial and Error, Life of Depression by Robert Lawson. Um, Frank Where can they find? Yeah. They can find on oh, Amazon, Life of, Trial and Error, Life of Depression. And it's by me at the back. It's all, it's all over Amazon. Um, if you really want um, to just send me, send you a copy, you can DM me on Instagram or Facebook. My Instagram is Robert Lawson underscore, and my Facebook is Robert Lawson. Got that, man. Well, we sure appreciate you for coming on out, man. And, and Wood, I, I appreciate you, man, for, for joining in this podcast. I know you're not feeling the greatest today. Uh, much, much blessing to you, brother, and hopefully you get better. And we can chop it up and laugh and joke, man. When you get better, you know, talk about your future, talk sure. about your past yeah. trip that you just had, man. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I just, I really want to just close out by saying this, you know, as an adults, as adults, excuse me, we don't have all the answers. Uh, we, we, a lot of adults out here, they think they can have the answer. And they know everything. They don't. They don't. But you know what? Um, we can get through things together if we are open-minded and if we can seek seek answers. We ask questions and we seek the answers. Now, a lot of times, the advice that we get is just totally off. So, and, and but more 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 than that, the times the times are going to be told right. And you take those times and you you use those as tools for your life. All right. And even as kids, the kids don't even have all the answers and they still can make it. They are still made. We still we will make it as adults. All right. That's all I got to say right now, man. I know I'm rambling a little bit, but, you know, <laughs> that's, that's, okay. that's part of a key. You're speaking from your heart, though. That's that's all right. Big Frank the Tank. But uh, yeah. Mr. Robert Lawson, I want to thank you for going on the podcast. We appreciate your time. We'll definitely share your information um, on the show notes so people can find you if they want to and find your book. And uh, with that, Big Frank, Lil J, you know what it is. Kids, move on, y'all. Yeah. We out. New York, D-Town, L.A., N-O, Florida, Mississippi, K-C, M-O, K-C, M-O, K-C, M-O, Show them what you stand for. Show them what you stand for. Show them what you stand for. Chi-Town, Tennessee, Carolinas, Alabama, Oakland, St. Louis, Detroit, Atlanta. Show them what you stand for. Show them what you stand for.